0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series. I am Amy Zellmer, founder of FacesofTBI.com and your host. Today, I will be talking with Erica Button about vestibular therapy. This episode is brought to you by Midwest Functional Neurology, a Minneapolis-based clinic Staffed by a caring and progressive team of functional neurologists who are experienced in treating post-concussion syndrome, chronic pain, dizziness, whiplash, and migraines. They are the concussion doctors you can trust for comprehensive brain health in the Midwest. They've greatly helped me and many others. Find them online at mnfunctionalneurology.com. Hi, everyone. I am Amy Zalmer, and you are listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors raising awareness about traumatic brain injury, one podcast at a time. For those of you who might not know who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I'm a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and the Good Men Project, and I volunteer on the Brain Injury Association of America's Advisory Council, and I recently released my second book, Embracing the Journey, Moving Forward After Brain Injury. You can learn more about me and the podcast at facesoftbi.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zelmer. Today, my guest is Erica Button, and Erica graduated from Grand Valley State University in 2005 with a bachelor's degree in health sciences, and then went on to receive her doctorate of physical therapy from Grand Valley in 2008. Since then, she has been working at Origami Brain Injury Rehabilitation Center as a physical therapist and treats clients with various neurologic and orthopedic conditions. She's an APTA credentialed clinical instructor and mentors three to four students a year. She is also a certified brain injury specialist and has has received advanced training on serial casting, manual therapy techniques, and vestibular rehabilitation. Origami Brain Injury Rehabilitation Center is a nonprofit organization located in Lansing, Michigan. Origami provides comprehensive rehabilitation care for survivors of brain injuries and their families. Through their compassionate and innovative service, Origami creates opportunities and transforms lives. So thank you so much for being here, Erica. I'm so happy to have you here today. Thanks, Amy. Happy to be here. Yeah, so Erica, I'm really excited today to talk about vestibular therapy Um, and the thousands of people that I meet in person and online, you know, vestibular issues is the underlying condition that many of us are dealing with. So I'm really, really excited to talk about that today. But first, I would love for you to give us a little bit of background of how you came to work in the brain injury community. What brought you here?
1: Sure. Um, so I knew I wanted to be a physical therapist um, from early on in high school. So, um, as I was kind of um, exploring what I wanted to do with physical therapy, um, I, I thought that I wanted to go down the road of. Um, like outpatient orthopedics. And so went to physical therapy school, and my um, school had us do five different clinical rotations where we got to practice our skills that we learned, um, you know, really work with patients, but then also get to experience different settings that physical therapy is um, part of. And one of the settings that I interned at was um, – a neuro subacute setting for traumatic brain injury. So I got to see some traumatic brain injury survivors um, early on in their rehabilitation uh, journey and really got my feet wet in what traumatic brain injury is and how PT can, can help. And I just fell in love with it. I just loved being with clients who just were so incredibly motivated and driven and, um, you know, really got to be part of their journey with them um, for an extended period of time, which is really what drew me to physical therapy to begin with, is I get to work with these patients and clients for, you know, longer duration than just a couple visits a year like you might get in other health professions and um, really form a relationship with them and get to see from the ground up what they can do and what they can achieve functionally. So fell in love with it. I... When I graduated and was looking for a job, I really wanted to get into brain injury, find a setting that did brain injury because of that clinical rotation that inspired me so much. And not knowing what kind of possibilities were out there, I was open to others. But serendipitously, uh, Origami had a job opening for physical therapy, and it happens to be in my hometown, which is right where I was looking. And it all fell together beautifully, and I've been here ever since – for about 10 years now. And I still am inspired daily by these clients who I get to just help um, go from, you know, in some cases, not walking to walking, not using a limb to using a limb. I mean, it's just absolutely, you know, inspiring and amazing daily. So that's how I got into brain injury. And I still love it. (laughs)
0: That's awesome. That's so awesome. And, you know, you're right, we are so motivated. And even just the smallest gains, um, you know, are so exciting, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, being, you know, for someone to get rid of some dizziness, like, it's totally life changing. So mm-hmm. I can imagine it's very rewarding. So Erica, why don't we start by maybe just defining what vestibular means what the vestibular system is because some of our listeners listening might not really understand what that means and it might actually be something that they're struggling with so why don't we start with just you know a really basic definition of what it means and what it is sure. sure so
1: the vestibular system is um part of our inner ear so our ear is comprised of three different parts. you got the external ear, which is the earlobe, what you see on the ex- external part of your head. Um, your middle ear is um, where a lot of times you get the ear infections when you hear of an ear infection, but the inner ear is um, it holds our vestibular system, that's what it's called, but then um, also our cochlea, which is what we hear with. And the vestibular system is comprised of sensory organs that uh, allow us to feel neurologically where we are in space, um, where our body is in space and how we're oriented. So um, it, it really plays a lot into um, our, just our inner sense of balance. And when something happens to disrupt that system whether it be a head injury a sickness um, even sometimes just normal parts of aging uh, that's the vestibular system doesn't work quite as well and that disconnect between what the brain thinks it needs from that system and what it's actually producing will create feelings of dizziness most of the time with people
0: mm-hmm and also I know in my instance you know I was kind of saying I just felt dizzy all the time I felt off. And Uh I felt like when you first get off a boat after being on a boat for a couple hours and you still feel like you're moving, um, that's kind of what it felt like, like all the time, Uh Uh 24-7. And I kept being told that I had positional vertigo and wow. I did not have positional vertigo or BPPV if I got the, the, uh-huh. the initials right um, and they did the Epley maneuver on me and everything and I've later learned that the Epley maneuver is like 90% effective within two treatments <laughs> so uh-huh. they kept doing it on me and it wasn't doing anything so that should have been an indicator um, but <laughs> could you explain to us what the difference is Between what what positional vertigo is And how that differs From just a vestibular
1: Problem, insufficiency Sure Yeah, so BPPV Which stands for benign paroxysmal Positional vertigo Or sometimes people just shorten it to positional vertigo it's a specific diagnosis involving the vestibular system. Um, but it's a very, it's a very common diagnosis. And I think that's why a lot of people kind of think that as soon as there's dizziness, especially with movement, that it could be that. Um, but also there's other things that can happen within the vestibular system that is not BPPV or positional vertigo. Um, and it's, it's treated differently. So um, you know, part of my job as a physical therapist is sometimes I get referrals for vestibular rehab or a main complaint of dizziness. And my job is to really figure out what is causing this dizziness and knowing that the vestibular system could be the, the reason why that dizziness is occurring, but that there's different diagnoses within that vestibular system that could um, be causing it and how to treat it best. So I get a full picture of what the complaint is, and the big question is, what are you feeling? A lot of times the response is, I'm dizzy. Well, if you couldn't use that word dizzy, how would you feel? And that's when I gain a lot more information. Um, If people just say, you described it perfectly, your example with kind of just feeling like you're on a boat, and you got off the boat, and it never stopped moving... Um, Some people will say, I don't don't know, I just kind of feel lightheaded, foggy, um, maybe unbalanced. Some will say the room is actually spinning. So Mm -hmm. that kind of vertigo feeling where it's specifically related to movement, you know, every time I roll in bed, the room spins, or every time I turn and look over my right shoulder, the room spins. Those kinds of descriptions will lead me down the path of BPPV it's very movement specific and it's a very intense vertigo feeling the mm-hmm. general kind of unbalanced dizziness feeling or disequilibrium usually leads me down the road of a different vestibular pathology than this than positional vertigo, because um that BPV when that when that and I can describe what that is. When that crystal moves inside the inner ear, it it creates such an intense reaction that some people actually get sick. It's, it's very, um, you know, prominent in what they're feeling there. So that one is a pretty obvious one when I hear those symptoms that it's BPPB.
0: You know, I had actually had positional vertigo, oh, maybe like five years before my brain injury. And it was just, mm-hmm. it was very violent. If I rolled onto my left side while I was sleeping, I mean, it was just the room spun violently. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And so I knew that that wasn't what was happening with me. But yet, you know, mm-hmm. every specialist I got sent to, I was told I had positional vertigo. Um and like I said, they did the Epley maneuver with me to try and move those crystals back into place. Um, but I just constantly felt off. And the biggest mm-hmm. thing that I tried conveying was I can be sitting still and say a car drives by my peripheral vision. That makes me feel dizzy. And that's what I hear from a lot of people. Like just, it's it's, Other things moving that make them feel dizzy Um, and I think that that's a clear indicator right that that's some sort of a vestibular issue going on well actually
1: um yes it could be but another thing that we really look hard at that um, can create a lot of dizziness complaints especially when it comes to um, complaints specifically related to vision and, and visual motion is Is the visual system can create a lot of dizziness too, and the visual system and the vestibular system certainly work in tandem they sometimes you can't even tease out what is truly a visual problem um, versus what's a true vestibular problem and a lot of times, especially um, here at origami we we really work in conjunction with the vision therapy with our vestibular therapies because the eyes play such a big role in and where we are in space and the vestibular system Mm -hmm. plays into that. So sometimes um, the dizziness, and and like I said, we gather this kind of through our assessment and through all our tests and measures, but sometimes the dizziness we feel is more visual related. um, And that's when we kind of refer for for, um, vision therapy to kind of address some of that visual motion sensitivity um, that they're getting from their vestibular or I'm sorry, from their visual system.
0: Yeah, and and we actually just had Kara Christie on last week. She's also from Origami um, talking about vision therapy and kind of, mm-hmm. I guess, what you just touched on. Um, and, you know, I think you just made a really good point of how the visual and vestibular systems work. They're very, very closely related. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard to weed those two out. Um, you know, what what are some of the... The things that you as a physical therapist do, you know, you get a new patient in, what are some of the things you will do to determine if they're having a vestibular issue? What are maybe some of the, the, uh, the indicators that you see in someone that tells you that they're having a vestibular issue?
1: Yeah. Um, so like I said, the big, the big first question is how would you describe your dizziness? Um, and that's when I, get, I gather a lot of information on when their dizziness comes on and um, what kind of sensation they feel when it, when it comes on. Um, you know, looking at, and, and part of my, you know, overall um, assessment is looking at, is looking at everything, really. So not only their symptoms, but past medical history. Have they had bouts of this before? Does it feel different? Um, Medication list you know, so many medications, one of the side effects is dizziness. So yes, looking at very you know, true. It's, it's, <laughs> Yeah. So is that dizziness directly related to when they take their medications? Likely not. When by the time they come to me they've kind of ruled that out themselves, but something to still check into. Um and then just kind of what what's their functional status now? A lot of times um when you don't feel right. You feel off balance. You feel dizzy. You don't like to move much. And and now kind of decreasing your activity level and just movement in general can sometimes create even even worse problem. Um, so looking at kind of that whole big picture. And then one of the big, um, we do several different tests and measures, but one of the big ones that kind of tell me is it truly a vestibular issue is um, I look at how their balance is with their eyes closed on a foam surface. And the reason for that is um, our, our balance is really comprised of three different systems. Um, one is our visual system, as we talked about. So being able to fixate our gaze on something stable while we're balancing is a, a huge um, balance uh, compensation and what we do to kind of hold our balance but also our, our sensation in our feet um, feeling the firm ground beneath us balances us um, when you take away that firm ground and you're standing on an uneven ground or squishy surface where you can't really get a good um, sense of where those feet are in space um, really makes us rely on our other systems either our visual or now our vestibular our third system so when we get on a surface where we can't really feel our feet very well and our eyes are closed, um, we're now really truly relying on that vestibular system, our last, our last thing to help us balance. And so if I put somebody on a foam surface and have them close their eyes and they immediately lose their balance, I really think that the this this vestibular system is involved. If they can hold it pretty good, then there's something else causing their dizziness because the vestibular system needs to be active in order to hold that balance. And if it's active, it's doing its job. So that's one big indicator is, um, you know, how strong is that system working? Maybe, maybe you can hold it a little bit, but there's just a lot more sway in your body. You know, that, that could be indication that it's just not functioning as well as it should be a hypo function. Um, And that still can, you know, be rehab through balance exercises and really um, focusing on exercises that make us use that system um, more so kind of getting away from that visual input and making us rely on our other balance systems. Um,
0: so as yeah. a therapist, then what are some of the things you're going to do? Um, I guess as exercises, maybe for the rehab, yeah. um, how, how do you help, bring the vestibular system back? Yeah. So, um, and can you, thing.
1: I guess I should add that
0: too, like, you know, can it be permanently broken?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really good questions. Um. So yeah. So it, ruling out that, that BPPV that we talked about earlier, you know, if that is the, the root cause. And again, I would know that by hearing their complaints and, you know, being at very, position based and very intense feeling of vertigo, treating that through the Epley maneuver as you as you talked about um, will a likely if that's what it is that will kind of cure those symptoms and then you know sometimes you're good to go with that with maybe a home exercise program of doing that Epley maneuver on your own if that's not what it is, which is the majority of the clients we see it's not it's not as easy as B P V D. Honestly, that's an easy one to treat. Um a lot of times it's just a hypofunction and that just means one of the you got two vestibular systems, one in each ear. One of them isn't working as strongly as the other and that um disconnect between the two is what causes those feelings of disequilibrium or, or dizziness. Um to up train that system. It's a sensory system just like everything else. We do a lot of exercises that um make it active and by making it active we do things where our gaze isn't fixated on something where we're not using our vision to hold our balance now we have to take that out of the picture so maybe we're doing activities where our head is moving or um you know going for walks where we're constantly scanning our environment and making our body react to those balance perturbations or we're standing on foam and we're Um, You know, playing catch with a ball where that visual system is very active but not focused on the balance. It's doing something different. Um, Or maybe we're doing eyes closed activities. So you really have to be present with what your body is doing and reacting to it. Um, Those kinds of things. So it's a lot of balance exercises. And then there also might be um, indications for like a gaze stabilization exercise exercise. Um, where we're – there's a reflex called the vestibulo-ocular reflex that's very active um, in our daily lives. And what that reflex is is when you look at a target and move your head side to side or up and down, that those eyes stay fixated on that target. Um, Sometimes with a vestibular problem, um, this is where the eyes and the vestibular system are so closely intertwined, um, you go to move your head, and those eyes want to move with you. When that happens, as you can imagine, there's a lot of dizziness complaints with that because you're not, your um, focus on your eyes is not there. Everything is kind of slipping, and it looks. Um, not stable to you and so we can work on exercises where we really just strengthen that reflex with performing that exact activity but at a pace that they can manage and progress it from there with going at a quicker pace so that it stays more stable
0: so if someone is experiencing some some form of dizziness and they're they've been told by doctors that there's nothing they can do for it um, has happened to me. I was told by three or four doctors I just had to live with it. Um, so if they're being told something like that, how can they find someone like you? Um, you know, like what, what do they need to look for in searching for a PT who has vestibular understanding? Or, or should all of them have an understanding?
1: Um, uh, we have, I mean, in my schooling, and I can only speak to mine, of course, but for the most part, the the physical therapy programs, we touch on that in our didactic work um, on what the vestibular system is, of course, and what kinds of things to um, do to address it. However, I do think it's a little, um, it's kind of like a a more advanced training, either um, within the schooling or outside of schooling. So um, I don't, you know, all, physical therapists all have kind of their specialties and, and where they like to do a lot of their work. And not every um, PT is directly trained in that, I suppose, um, but would hopefully have enough knowledge to be able to determine if that's maybe what was causing the dizziness or not. Um, as far as finding a physical therapist who has more advanced training, a lot of times if you're looking for a physical therapy location, it will mention it in the, you know, either in the setting itself or, um, you know, in literature that they provide the public on what they offer as far as services, because it's almost kind of like a, a specialty service, um, mm-hmm. something that people specifically seek out. So it's usually part of their marketing type material. Um, I think that's probably the best way with, with the exception of maybe just asking specifically, um, the physical therapist if they have, you know, advanced training or knowledge in vestibular therapy.
0: Yeah, you know, I in, in my experience, I, you know, I just kept kind of getting passed around and, and the neurologist didn't seem to know what to do with me. Um, and I had even asked, like, do I need PT? Do I need cognitive therapy? Like, I didn't know what I needed. And she's like, well, let's just give it more time. And, you know, so it's frustrating in hindsight that, you know, I didn't get to PT because I think any PT would have figured out an inkling of what was going on with me. Um, mm-hmm. So I just encourage anyone listening, you know, if you if you keep being told, you know, there's nothing they can do or just give it more time, um, you, you know, you definitely have the right to get another opinion and find another doctor or a PT. So um, I just, I just want to make sure I mean, everybody is really aware of that, you know, that sure. there's always hope and no I matter
1: can- how far out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I completely agree with that, because honestly, your response to rehabilitation earlier on will be a lot more successful than if it, if you've been dealing with it for a very long time. It's really hard to um, get the body to cooperate when it's in some old habits. Right. But it's still possible. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Erica,
0: we are down to our last couple minutes. Is there anything we didn't touch on that you wanted to make sure we talked about?
1: Um, Yeah, I I touched a little bit on um, just kind of the role of vision and, and the dizziness complaints, especially in the population we see. Um, and just knowing that, you know, the visual system is sometimes really affected by a um, traumatic brain injury and finding a, a good optometrist that knows brain injury, I think, is a really, really helpful resource if um, yes. you're kind of struggling with what is caused um, causing those dizziness and you're not getting answers for. Um, and the other thing I just kind of wanted to touch on, too, was, uh, you know, with this population with traumatic brain injury and some of the exercises that we need to do we do have some specific challenges um especially with um you know if if you also have experienced orthopedic injuries and you're kind of guarding um, with pain or yeah. maybe you're not able to move as well you know um, those are difficult when you're trying to also be confident with your balance and moving around and And that kind of thing. So there's definitely challenges, um, but it's certainly possible and doable and can make you feel a whole lot better um, when you're not feeling that constant dizziness.
0: Absolutely. Yes. It frees up so much other energy when you're not constantly battling the dizziness. So, Erica, thank you so much for being here today. This was such great information. And just thank you so much for sharing everything with our listeners. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I do just want to take a moment to mention that next Monday, August 27th, I'm going to have a very special guest on the podcast. I will be speaking with Tina Hutchins, sister of the late Michael Hutchins, lead singer and frontman of the popular 90s band NXS. She will be sharing with us Michael's TBI story, and I will be taking questions in advance via Twitter. So you can tweet questions to me at Amy Zellmer. Um, Like I said, we're doing a very special podcast episode on Monday, August 27th and just, Final shout out to Minnesota Functional Neurology for being our amazing sponsor. Minnesota Midwest Functional Neurology are the concussion doctors you can trust in the Midwest. Find them online at mnfunctionalneurology.com. Thank you all for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of my journey. I will see you guys all again next time. Have a great day, everyone.